Hello, this is Basil Howard Brown, and welcome to Messages of Revival. I'm so excited to share this word with you right now. I believe it's a timely one and will minister the love of Jesus to you. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away and all things have become new. God is good. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless. The book of Acts chapter 8 and verse 5 says, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them. And many were taken with a palsy. And they that were lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Everybody say great joy in the city. Say it again. Great joy in the city. The book of Jude, verse 24, says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Exceeding joy. Everybody say, exceeding joy. Exceeding joy. Last scripture I'm going to look at right now is 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. Read that out. The Amplified Bible says, Without having seen him, you love him. Though you do not even now see him, you believe in him and exalt and thrill in inexpressible, triumphant, heavenly joy. Everybody say triumphant, heavenly joy. Now, when I first heard about revival, my brother called me up. I'm in South Africa. He called me up, began to talk about what God was doing in the revival meetings and how joy was breaking out. It actually amazed me to a point where I asked him, is this joy happening in church? Because, you know, I remember the days we'd go to church and it was like dead, dry. Everybody looked like they'd been baptized in lemon juice. Come on now. And if there was somebody that was happy, then we'd always question why. You know, today's a little different. Today, if there's somebody depressed, I'm questioning why. But back in those days, I mean, we grew up in Pentecost and we've seen God do some amazing things, move amazingly and touch many people's heart and life, but the joy wasn't always evident. I remember one Sunday morning, it was in my brother's church back in South Africa. Now, this is way before the joy broke out because it broke out in upstate New York in, I think it was 89. I'm talking probably this was about maybe 86. And he was pastoring a church down in a place called Maltino, South Africa. And we were part on the staff with him. And, and I was in the band and used to play and sing. Anyway, so we're on a Sunday morning. My brother was out of town, and uh, I heard the Lord begin to speak to me. God began to speak to me, and there was a guest minister that was in there, and, and he had been sharing a few things, and the Lord told me to get up and share this, and I got up and sh shared this, and, and the Lord said this to me. He said, 
you need to start to laugh at the devil. That's what he told me. You need to start to laugh, to laugh at the devil. And then he said to me, tell the people, ha, 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 And I started doing that, and joy broke out in the meeting. You know, and it went on for maybe 25, 25, 30 minutes, and then, you know, it subsided, and I mean, we knew nothing. So even back then, God was, you know, trying to prime the pump and say, you need some joy, people. You need some joy. You know, this heaven's filled with joy. I said, heaven is filled with joy. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Joy of the Lord? In heaven? Yeah. The Bible actually says that God laughs at his enemy. Who is his enemy? The devil. So God laughs at his enemy. I sometimes think his enemy also might be religion. Maybe that does tickle God a little. Hello. But God laughs at his enemy. And I can tell you right now, God's not sitting on the throne just snickering to himself. He's not doing that. I believe when God starts to laugh at his enemies, let me tell you what happens. The whole of heaven stops doing whatever they're doing. Because they can hear God laughing. And I can tell you right now, when God laughs, it's got to be very contagious. Have you ever sat next door to somebody in a meeting and just you're minding your own business and you're kind of feeling a little sorry for yourself and a little down and out and you're just sitting there and then the person next door to you starts to get joy and then initially starts to irritate you and then after a while you're looking at the person and then suddenly there's a joy bubbling in your belly and next thing you're joining them. Have you ever had that happen to you? How much more do you think God, when he laughs at his enemies, how much more do you think heaven joins in? You can't stand there in heaven and go, oh my God, you know, he did this just a little while ago and he laughed for a thousand years. Well, it was only a day. Hello? If God laughs at his enemies, then maybe we should learn something from him. You can go to the doctor and get a pill for depression. Why do you go to the doctor to get a pill for depression? Because you're trying to stop the depression. You don't want depression anymore. You want the depression to stop. So you go get a pill. But you come to church. And we're giving out gospels all the time. And they're filled with joy. And they're filled with laughter. And you're frantically looking through your bag, trying to find your bottles of pills so you can pop a pill quickly to get over the depression. The Bible says laughter is like a medicine. Laughter is like a medicine. 
Can you put them together? Laughter like a medicine. Pill for depression. Laughter like a medicine. Some Christians just need to medicate a little more. Well, brother, I'm just in my closet. I've been meditating on the Word. Meditating, praise God. Some of you need to slow down on the meditation and start getting some medication. Hello. Slow down on meditation and start medicating. People say, well, what what are people going to think about me? What What if I'm at home and suddenly I start getting happy and full of joy? They will join you eventually. Maybe they'll think you're a little crazy. Listen, if they know you here tonight, then they already think you're crazy. So give them some proof. I am crazy. I'm crazy about Jesus. I'm crazy about the Word. I'm crazy about the anointing. I'm crazy about joy. Look, I get to watch people very closely. I do. I watch them very closely. In the meeting, I might be just scanning over the congregation. But I've already picked out the ones that really need a dose of the Holy Ghost. And then I've watched others come in over a period of time. And because of their drinking habits that they are picking up in church. Because of the new wine that they keep drinking every time they come to revival. And because of the joy that keeps bubbling out their belly and the breakthroughs they're having. They don't look the same anymore. Hello. They look different. They look happy. They look like something's going on on the inside of them. Hello. Do you know that you cannot partake of this joy if you are full of religion? Because religion doesn't like joy because when you get full of the joy of the Lord, religion thinks you're out of control. And religion is right. You are out of control. Out of control of man and in control of God and the Holy Spirit. I mean, can you believe people have actually asked me over the years, is this joy really necessary? Do we really, do we really need to have this joy? And I'm like, look around. Just look at your neighbor. On church, when you go to church on Sunday, look around at the congregation and make a decision if they need joy or not. I'm telling you what, you look and find a lot of depressed people. Is the joy really necessary? The crazy thing is that people actually go to shows where they go and watch a a stand-up comedian tell jokes so that they can get full of joy. Think about it. They go to laugh. We're going, tonight we're going to go see a stand-up com- comedian. I hear he's really funny. Well, why are you going? Because we want to laugh. <laughs> then we come to church. 
I mean, if you think I'm a stand-up comedian, hey, I'm okay with that. As long as you get set free. Hello. You've got to understand something about the anointing that God has put upon our life and upon our ministry. I can show up at a church and just begin to greet people and talk within the next 10 minutes and there's somebody going to start getting some joy in the place. Why? Because there's an anointing on us. We carry this everywhere we go. Hello. There's an anointing for revival upon our ministry. There's an anointing for the fire. There's an anointing for joy. And there's an anointing for prosperity. So some of you need the anointing for fire under your blessed assurance so that you can get revived, get set free, get full of joy, and then get prosperous. Maybe not in that order, but somewhere like that. Are you listening? People say, don't you get tired of people doing this in the meeting and laughing? <laughs> no! Because it's not my fault. I'm not doing anything. I'm just preaching. I mean, that's like asking a healing minister. Don't you get tired when people keep getting healed in your meetings? Every time you show up, people get out of wheelchairs and they get healed and miracles happen. I mean, don't you get tired of that? Don't you get tired of people getting full of joy? No! What I do get tired of is some of you don't get enough. Some of you are just sipping, sipping a little bit, sipping. Listen, we're not sippers, we're chuggaluggers. Drinking of the new wine of the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? Jesus said, I'm coming back for the victorious church. What does that look like? What does the victorious church look like? A bunch of sad, sick, sorry-looking people that are depressed? Is that what the victorious church looks like? Absolutely not. I said absolutely not. In actual fact, I want to be so happy that the world take notice and go, what are, what are you doing? Why, why are you so happy? What you got to be happy about? Hello? The victorious church. What we have to get out of our natural way of thinking is, is man's ideas and man's plans and man's structure that we brought into the church. Because when God shows up, all of that goes away. Are you listening to me? When God shows up, everything that man has ever planned is gone. Romans chapter 14 verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy. Ha ha, ho ho, he he. Joy. Joy. 
God. Some of you might say, well, I don't want to look like some of these people. No, you really should look like some of these people. You really should. Because from where I'm standing, some of these people, they actually look good. The book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, verse 10, says, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet. Let me repeat that. Eat the fat and drink the sweet. Notice he didn't say anything about eating the fat free. He said, eat the fat and drink the sweet. Send portions unto them from whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy unto the Lord. Neither be ye sorry for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The ha, ha, ho, ho, he, he of the Lord is your strength. So even when I'm going through tough times, the joy carries me through. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I said the joy of the Lord is my strength. When it looks like my back's up against the wall, I have nowhere to go. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is going to carry me through. Amen. If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart. Take out the hardened heart and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I am ready for your coming and always will be. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival Podcast on Anchor. Google Podcast and iTunes and share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.